and welcome to Innable Wellness. Um, today I'm joined by Stacey Boat, who is a hormone specialist in the endometriosis and polycystic ovary syndrome areas. Um, she's also a naturopath and we are going to go deep into this today. So welcome Stacey. Hello Georgia, thank you so much for having me. I love talking about this stuff, so thank you. Um, I'm really excited to get into this with you today and it would be really great if we could just have your intro and your background and what led you here. Awesome. Yeah, look, I've always been passionate about health from a young age and particularly fascinated by the human body and all the wonderful weird things that we can and can't do. Um, but my journey really started um, with my own hormonal health. So in my 20s, I was diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome, endometriosis. You know, I had irregular painful periods. I was told that I'd started menopause at age 27. I had cystic acne. I had everything that possibly could have gone wrong from a hormonal point of view I had going on. So from that point on, um, and the hormones and what my body was trying to tell me. And from there, I was able to completely reverse all of my symptoms and live a really happy, healthy life and conceive my baby daughter completely naturally. Oh, that's amazing. And I think it's so good, yeah. it's so good that there's a happy ending at the end of it because I think so many Absolutely. women feel completely lost. And I like in one of your videos, you said that... Um, you said that endo is not you and I feel like I get it it's such it's such a horrible disease and that's what I've suffered from with adenomyosis as well um but I'm much more of the um mindset that it's just a part of me but when I was in the height of it I completely get what it's like for women when they're in the height of it and they they have nowhere to turn and they don't they don't they can't see themselves back from it because when I healed and had my surgery yeah. I was really lost I was like I don't remember myself prior yeah. to pain and I think it's really yeah. interesting you talking about that about psychologically how yeah. you are affected by it and, and how and what it means for you psychologically do you know what I mean yeah no I understand completely what you're saying honey because endometriosis because it is such a debilitating and adenomyosis so debilitating they are all consuming but it's really really important that we we learn to disassociate from the disease i mean your condition doesn't define you it's something that you have it's not what you are and that's a really really important thing to keep reminding ourselves and you know my biggest thing is you know i'm certainly not anti the medical industry and all we need them we, we need to work together as a team holistic therapies and the medical industry but just because they haven't found a drug to cure these conditions doesn't mean it's incurable. And I, you know, I do stand firmly in my belief of that I see women overcome these conditions all the time. It's not an easy road, but the alternative is being, you know, stuck in that prison sentence for the rest of your life. If you truly get stuck in believing that there's nothing I can do for me, I've just got to try and survive each day. Mm. And how do you see, like, how do you see the medical industry coming together with the holistic approach? Do how do we get you on the same page? Because I feel like obviously the medical industry, there's so much where they like to keep people sick because they make money from it. So how do we progress that forward in the sense that actually if you come at it from a 360 point of view and bring in holistic as well, how do we get yeah. to that point? Oh, you know what? It is hard. And I totally agree with everything you're saying there. And, and just to separate it out a little bit more, though, it's not so much the medical industry that want to keep you stuck, it's the pharmaceutical companies that want to keep you sick because that's 
effectiveness. So they don't profit unless people are taking drugs. I truly believe that, you know, nurses and doctors and gynecologists and obstetricians, they go into that business because they want to truly help people. They want to, they want to, and, and I truly believe that. But when their world is ruled by pharmaceutical industries, and when I mean by that, you know, they're, they're interested, they're, they're trained by universities that are funded by pharmaceutical companies. So it's not that they're, it becomes a very, very messy topic. And, and don't get me wrong, drugs have a place. You know, and you're curl, curled up and crippled in pain. We need to use pain relief, but it's not a long-term solution. If you want to break free of a disease, we need to step back and go, well, what's causing this disease? And how do we reverse engineer it so that we can heal it? Um, because, you know, medically, they believe the only sort of answers are, you know, have your surgery, um, induce menopause easily, have, um, you know, hysterectomy, or stay on hormonal synthetic hormones for the rest of your life. And I think every single woman who's on the endometriosis journey already knows it doesn't work. It's not enough. You're still suffering. It's not enough. And I believe we can do better. And marrying holistic therapies and, and the medical approach together would be the most amazing, incredible thing that could happen. And I pray that we get there, but it is still a long way away at this point. And I think what it's going to take is women taking back their power and taking more responsibility for their health and trialing holistic therapies and then sharing their stories because so many women won't go down that road because, well, they don't have the faith in that it will help them um, because they don't know any different. It's not their fault or anything because, you know, you go to your specialist and they're kind of told, given you the options, right? And they're not many drugs or surgery. And so it's very, very difficult. So we need more passionate women like myself sharing our stories and inspiring others to believe that, that you don't have to suffer. Um, and it's, it's believing in ourselves. And it is, as you said earlier, it's not just healing the physical body. It's addressing the psychological, emotional, mental elements to the disease. And I'm a big believer of looking at it from a spiritual point of view as well, which again, is completely far-fetched if we're coming at it from a medical point of view. But, you know, it's, if there's a lot of science behind it now, it's not woo-woo stuff anymore. Exactly. Um, I mean, I listened to a um, Tony Robbins podcast this morning awesome. with um, Deepak awesome. Chopra on it. Oh, I love he, it. Yeah. He basically said that um, you actually make a new body. So once a year, you uh, once a month, you make new skin. Um, your skeleton every three months. You make a new stomach lining every five days. So he was like, actually, you are making a new body, but it's just not. It's just not known as that. Like ninety-eight percent of your assets come and go every year and it's not it's yeah. not spoken about and I think it kind Absolutely. of woo woo but it is I guess I don't know what it's like over in Australia but I know that there's a real issue um over here in the UK of medical gaslighting so women are going and they're in agony and to start with the education isn't there because they don't know what's normal they kind of just yeah. suffer with the pain but then when they go to doctors i mean i've been laughed out of numerous doctors at the pain that i'm in and what's it like over there in australia is the same issues there where it's just you know you're a woman you've got to deal with it yeah look it is an issue i think there is growing emergence which is fantastic there are some brave women speaking up and sharing and i love that we are raising awareness and i love that i do but at the same time awareness is one piece of the puzzle how about you know overcoming it as well and giving women hope that they can beat it not just you know because we're really drumming in this mentality of, you know, well, I have this disease and I am suffering. At least you're noticing now, but, you know, you expect me to suffer the rest of my life. And that's what I'm trying to convince women that we can break out of it. But it's true. Like period pain is considered as normal. It's not normal. It's common. 
you know, like one in five women suffer from period pain, but it's certainly not normal. That is your body communicating with you. Our body can only communicate by symptoms and discomfort. So that's how it does it. Whether it be acne outbreaks on your skin or painful periods, it's letting you know that your body is out of balance and it is diseased. Okay, so breaking it back to that at a cellular level. And I love what you said about there, you know, that we have a new body forming all the time. And that's, that's actually common sense. At a cellular level, our cells are replicating themselves essentially roughly every 12 weeks. We do have new versions of ourselves every single, every three months essentially, but they're not gonna, you're not going to grow a new, fresh, clean version of yourself with upgraded DNA unless you're changing the environment in which those cells are being reproduced. And I'm a big fan of people like Dr. Joe Dispenza and Dr. Bruce Lipton, who talk a lot about epigenetics. Yeah. And it's, you know, genetics is nothing in it. It's the environment that you're living. So the choices you're making on a day-to-day basis, your lifestyle choices, your dietary choices, your thoughts, your thoughts create your reality every single day. Mm-hmm. And if we're not changing our environment, of course, your cells that are being reproduced are going to be produced exactly the same way. And so we're not going to change. So we have more power than we give ourselves credit for. And I think that's really important because, I mean, I've I've said on previous episodes and stuff that I've kind of stepped away from a lot of forums because it was kind of, oh, I'm stuck with it and it was kind of in that yeah. cycle and it wasn't good Very for my mental health. Um, I just, how do we get women to believe that it, there is change out there? Like, how do we get them to see that actually like you know if they are in debilitating pain they're at stage four endo they're being told like the worst case scenarios how do we actually get to kind of change the narrative and kind of kind of get women to explore other options to not be stuck in that same place because it is is i'm a massive believer in mindset and food is medicine and all of that so how do we kind of bring that into like a wider approach for women. Yeah, look, it's hard. And, and and when, you know, like exactly what you said, we need to sometimes step away from these forums because they just are breeding that same victim mentality. Like it's not to take away from the suffering. We understand the suffering, especially within those communities and the women who are suffering as well. But if that's keeping you stuck in that negative cycle of disbelief that we can ever get any better, it, it isn't good for mental health. And, you know, we need to step back and actually start to take a proactive approach to actually understanding the disease. And this is the thing that makes it so complex. I look at endometriosis and adenomyosis like 100-piece jigsaw puzzle. There are like 100 different elements that are occurring within your body that have led to that disease process. So we can't just go, oh, I'm going to try essential oils and think that that's one natural medicine that's going to solve all your problems. It doesn't work like that. It has to be a multifaceted approach. It has to be a complete lifestyle overhaul. Mm-hmm. And that is overwhelming. Don't get like it is, you know, when we say we're going to change the diet and change your attitude, change the, but the alternative is, is suffering for the rest of your life. So my, my advice is, you know, find a coach who's been there and done it and can hold your hand through every step of the way and teach you to look at the body from a holistic point of view. Because when you actually understand how the body works holistically, it makes so much sense. And, and that's when you get a bit of belief going, well, okay, if, if, that, if colon toxicity, for one thing, is causing a lot of inflammation surrounding my, my uterus, if I cleared out the colon toxicity, maybe I'd feel a little bit better. And then we feel that a little bit better, and then we have a bit more energy and motivation to try something else, and then we add that. And so it's not a quick fix overnight. A holistic approach is the long game. But having said that, the women I work with, within three months, we go from excruciating pain to 
zero pain at all within three to four months. It's not actually a long process at all, but it's having women to actually kind of letting go of the story that these, I'm stuck with this for the rest of my life and going, no, I choose something better for me. I love myself enough. I am deserving and worthy of having a pain-free life. And a lot of women don't even have the self-esteem to accept that. Hmm. And so that's the work. Yeah. And then, so what's, so what kind of hormones come into play for endo and PCS? Like what are the main culprits that end in that disease? So it's, it's, I mean, estrogen dominance is a huge underlying factor. And I need to reiterate, first of all, it's not producing too much estrogen, that your ovaries are producing too much. It's environmental estrogens that we're picking up from using synthetic hormones, from eating non-organic meats, chickens that have been pumped full of antibiotics and, and synthetic hormones. It's our beauty care regimes that are full of endocrine disruptors. It's the plastics in the environment. It's our water supplies are so saturated with estrogen because so many women are on HRT or the oral contraceptive pill that we're urinating our estrogen metabolites and then we're consuming them. Now, this is why we have men and young boys who are having breast cancer and getting man boobs because they've got so much estrogen in their system. Gut microbiome is completely out of whack and our gut microbiome, 80% of our healthy bacteria lives in our colon. And our colons are congested, which means that good bacteria that's supposed to be in there isn't thriving. It's basically overloaded with bad bacteria. And good bacteria plays one of its major roles in its recycling and metabolizing and clearing out that excess estrogen from our body. So if we understand how we keep that estrogen low, it's actually really simple. Because if you look at polycystic ovarian syndrome, which predominantly occurs on the ovaries, and then we look at endometriosis, which occurs you know, around the ovaries, around the outside of the uterus, and all those other classical, these are areas which have loads of estrogen receptors. So they're basically attracting all this, like what we'll say, nasty synthetic toxic estrogen, which is prolific. It stimulates growth. So it's stimulating the growth of these cysts and these endometrial growths. So we need to clear out this bad estrogen. That is a huge, huge, huge part of managing and maintaining um, endometriosis. And especially if you're someone who's had surgery or, or you know, the best thing you can do after surgery is do it, whatever it takes to keep that estrogen down. But unfortunately, most of you are prescribed either the Mirena, which is a progesterone dominant, um, you know, interuterine device. In my mind, the most criminal thing that women are being told, and I'm so passionate about this because it's dangerous and it's actually deadly. So these conditions are caused by excess estrogen from environmental sources. So if you've got high extra, extra estrogen, you go and take yourself on either a progesterone heavy pill or the Mirena device. What you're doing is essentially balancing your hormones because you're putting in a high amount of progesterone, but you still have a very high amount of dangerous, deadly synthetic estrogen in your body. You don't do anything to clear that out. You just meet it. Now, gradually over time, because we increase the level of progesterone and balance it again, but of course, underneath it all, we're creating a lot of disease, a lot of toxicity because these same estrogens that are causing endometriosis and polycystic ovarian syndrome are also the major driver of breast cancer and cervical cancer. So you see how it is not a safe approach, but the approach would be to bring that high estrogen down. And that's easily done through cleansing the colon and creating an environment in the colon where beneficial bacteria can thrive. Mm. And the other element about our colon is you think of it like the rubbish bin of your, of your body. And if it's toxic and polluted and congested with all this mucoid plaque and undigested food and bad bacteria 
parasites. It's like this, the colon wall has a permeable membrane, which means anything stuck and stored in there is constantly seeking out into your bloodstream. So of course that's making our bloodstream acidic and then the liver has to filter our blood. Now there's a lot of talk about liver detox programs. Worst thing you can possibly do is a liver detox without first cleaning out the colon because it's like you're not removing the source of the toxicity and the liver's just gonna have to keep working over time until you clear out the garbage bin essentially. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like I've learned, I've just literally learned that massively just then. And I've never been told that. And I think like when I had my surgery, um, like I was lucky that it was only stage one, but obviously I was in so much pain, but they prescribed me the implant. And then I went back because I was constantly bleeding. So they put me on the pill. So I've been doing my own research into the pill and I've taken myself off of it. And I want to take myself off of the implant, but I guess I'm so nervous because I don't want yeah, to come back. So it's how do you kind of, if we keep getting prescribed these synthetic hormones, what can we do to kind of... So, so the first step, first steps, honestly, all you need to do is the colon cleanse program. And it's all free protocols on my website. It's a three-day process. It's not the easiest three days of your life. Honestly, you choose for those three days. It's three, and we can reset that microbiome. And if you also be doing herbs and nutritionals to clear out that excess estrogen, then you would be able to take the implant out. Now, definitely don't stop the pill suddenly, or don't take an implant out suddenly without doing that background work, or you will go back to square one and you will suffer the pain again. But if we can get all that bad estrogen out of the body, which doesn't take all that long, a couple of months, mm-hmm. then you won't get the pain and all that sort of stuff back. Mm. Now, we it, it, that's one huge thing. It's not as simple as that because there are other factors, as I've said, with endometriosis. And this is what I've written my book about, The Seven-Step Hormone Healing System, which is called my book, Balanced Babe. It talks about the seven core triggers to endometriosis and polycystic ovarian syndrome. And they're the same thing. And I know they do present differently, yes, but the same causes. So if we can address the causes of these conditions, we can essentially reverse anything in the body. And that's something that, you know, it seems so far-fetched for a lot of you who are in so much pain and have been suffering for so long. But when you read the book and you understand what we're doing right now has you living a, you know, a pain-free life, then sure, keep doing what you're doing. But otherwise, it's time to make a change. And that's it's really interesting because I, I watched your video where you kind of give the overview of the seven steps and you said about dealing with your emotional, um, like your emotional, what you're holding on to. Because I went to a um, herbalist and we had like a 20 minute conversation. She said, um, right, before we before we go into the herbs or anything like that, um, we've got to deal with what's going on you with you emotionally. And I was yeah. like, and she was like, honestly, that is part of the reason why you're in so much pain. She said, I've had endometriosis patients before. And when you clear out your emotional baggage and yeah. what you're holding on to, it can do yeah. the world of good. So how do we kind of, how do you go about that? Like, how do you go about clearing yeah. with it? Absolutely. So let me explain it a little bit more just so it makes sense as to how the correlation between the two. So think of your, your pelvic cavity like a bowl. And every single time you feel a negative emotion, whether it be anger, guilt, shame, blame, you know, any of those things, they're, they're heavy emotions. Energetically, we're talking. So we have a physical body, but we also have an energetic field. 
and our emotions are directly corresponding to our energetic field. So those negative, heavy emotions essentially sink down and settle in that pelvic cavity and that creates really low vibration in our womb space mm -hmm. and that creates inflammation, toxicity, stagnancy and then disease will then prevail as a result. So that's why first our negative emotions and past life, or not past life, but traumas from growing up. And we could, you know, we, this can be serious things like sexual abuse or things, but they can also be very, very minor things, just like your first day of daycare because mum had to go back to work and you just felt scared and abandoned. Mum was going back to work because she loved you and she wanted to support you financially. But as a small child, you didn't understand it and you felt abandoned in that moment. And then we, we hold on to that and that then shapes our world for the rest of our life because we didn't have the emotional intelligence to process that properly. So you can see how simple these things can set up. They don't have to be, you know, you could have had a beautiful childhood with an amazing upbringing, but that doesn't mean we don't have these stored emotions that get trapped in that pelvic cavity. So this is not a quick answer. And I encourage people to follow me along on Instagram because I talk a lot about healing our emotions because I find it is such a fascinating thing. And that is first awareness. And most of you are kind of going along, but what do you mean I don't have any emotional baggage or emotional trauma? So the first step is being aware of our premenstrual period stage of our cycle. We are more sensitive. We are more emotional in the lead up, that seven days leading up to our period. And that is for a reason because in that period, it's like our, our conscious mind and our subconscious mind, the veil between these two is it's reduced. And so we're more sensitive, we're triggered more easily. Like, you know, our boyfriends annoy us more, our mums annoy us more, we're just more emotional, more teary, more angry, all these sorts of things. So PMS is a great thing because it basically that's your body screaming, going, Oi, I want you to notice this because I needed to look at this and I needed to reprogram that belief we have. So that first step is awareness. Okay, I'm leading up to my period and I'm really irritated. What is it that's going on in my world that's irritating me? Like it's stopping its self-inquiry. What is going on? What is it that that person's doing that's upsetting me so much? It takes time and it's exploring them. And then what it links back to is a belief that your ego has that was formed from the ages of zero to seven based on something you saw or witnessed or a belief that you decided to take on, whether it was true or not, but it was your perception of the event. And that became then your reality. Mm -hmm. And so you might have said, like, for example, this belief could have been formed up. Mum doesn't love me because she's left me at daycare. Okay. Mm -hmm. Probably definitely not true, right? But you form that belief and then the ego stores that into your subconscious mind. So you're not consciously aware that you believe that. Mm -hmm. Basically then shaping the way we view and perceive everything in our world. And so you could say, for example, in your premenstrual period, you could watch a movie where there's a mother and a daughter fighting and you could find yourself sitting there on the couch, bawling your eyes out, crying, You're like, why is this so sad? Because it's triggering a belief that you have it like for a reason, but we just have to go, oh, I must believe that mum doesn't love me. Consciously is now, you know, well, I know that's not true, mum loves me, but until we can nurture that and explore it and then consciously choose to reprogram that belief, it does rule your life all day, every day and all of the decisions and the things that you attract into your world and the health of our physical body such a long road isn't it it's 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 it a long road health journey. but but it's but it's such an empowering rewarding journey and this is the work that i do with women i do health coaching and i work with women all over the world i've got a lot of beautiful clients in the uk and canada and america paris france and we're chipping away at these things with someone holding your hand someone coaching you through them and it is 
in my opinion, it doesn't matter what disease you have, but it's probably self-retaining chapters of course and love and self-belief and confidence and unlimited, you know, self-worth. So it's it's exciting. And and that's the thing, like, is that is is this also the answer to kind of de-stressing? Obviously, in the world that we live in, it is just go, go, go all the time. And I'm a strong believer in like my endo was fully because I was in a height of just height and cortisol and adrenaline the whole time and your body needs to reset and I think it I think I think it just goes back obviously like COVID has made everyone stop and reset and it's really made me connect with my health and be like you can't carry on like this and and I think I would like to hope that a lot of it's had that effect on a lot of people but it's it's just changing it's kind of not going against the grain but we're expected to do so much so quick all the time in this world it is about being brave to be like actually I need to tune into my body a bit more and and say no um yeah absolutely you've hit the nail on the head and that's that is the first step to the seven step hormone healing system addressing the adrenals because we live in a world where it's cool to be a boss babe and a go-getter and having a to-do list as long as our arm every single day and being go, go, go and achieving high. And we're so caught up in, you know, comparing ourselves to everyone else, you know, scrolling through everyone else's Instagram and wanting to be and wanting to achieve and wanting to be something else. And essentially what that does is it puts us into the fight and flight mode. So we're constantly in a state of nervous system stress and we're not energetically actually in our body because we're constantly thinking about the future and what we want to achieve and what we want to create. We're not ever present in our physical body. So the body, again, your soul is essentially trying to bring you back into your body. And through pain, it's like, notice me, especially endometriosis and and cysts. Notice me, love me. Like our womb center is very much about nurturing and and loving ourselves. So if you're so disconnected from your body because you're just so busy, you you just, your body's kind of like, just stop and breathe and come back to me. I want to tell you something. And if you're not listening to it, it's going to scream at you. And the only way it gets your attention is through severe, excruciating pain. It's just mad, isn't it? Like, it's so powerful. I love, I love talking about it because it just, it just does amaze me. Um, so I guess like it, it does all just boil back to your hormones checking in and kind of breaking things down to start with. Your stress, your anxiety, your kind of self-love. It does, it does boil back down to that. And I think it's so important. Obviously, like on your journey, you um, you were able to conceive naturally. Was it was it through this um, your health journey and kind of the herb the um, natural herbalistic way of life? Is that what you would say helped you conceive naturally? Yeah, absolutely. Because fertility is our natural state as a woman. We're supposed to be fertile. So if you bring the body back into balance you eliminate the causes of dis-ease then there's no reason why you can't can't conceive the emotional and the spiritual element and when i talk about spirituality it's like the um the bigger meaning Mm. the energetic meaning of what's going on and 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 a a big part of you know me not struggling with fertility in in the beginning this is not saying this is equal to everyone but i was actually with the wrong partner as well yeah. You know, I was trying to conceive a baby with, with a, in a, quite a toxic relationship. But at that point, I was still on my journey of self-discovery and building up. But 
yeah, it's, you know, we all have our individual journey. And as much as, you know, sharing mine, it's, I love sharing my story because I know it inspires a lot of people, but we do have to work things out for ourselves to a degree, but to have someone to follow and to have the steps to follow just makes it so much more reassuring. Um, but it, we are, it is so much bigger than just our physical body. But yeah, look, I mean, like I said, I wrote the book based on what I did to overcome, which what I did to, to reverse my symptoms to, to conceive. And I, I, I mean, I've helped hundreds of women through the same system and I see them change their lives and it's the most rewarding thing ever. And I'm so grateful to, I'm so grateful that I went through everything I did from, you know, being curled over on the floor on emergency floors in excruciating pain to having three miscarriages to being covered in cystic acne and eczema and hating what I look like and going through, you know, the binge eating, emotional eating, all that sort of stuff. But I've come out the other side and I'm so thankful because now I can help other women. So, you know, it's beautiful, really. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and so to kind of um, round it off, what would your top three tips be to women who just have no idea where to begin, feel really overwhelmed? Like, what would you, what would you suggest to start with? Well, I... I self-pluggy but you know if you read my books I truly believe that if you can understand the body from that point of view um you can it it gives people hope because it breaks it down you know we think health is so complex and actually it's really not when we can look step back and understand the basic needs of the body and it's good nutrition it's clearing out toxicity it's adequate hydration it's removing stress these are doable things, you know, we may not, you know, we may not be a cure for endometriosis, but you know what, we can overcome every single cause of endometriosis. And that's kind of the same thing in my book. So, you know, reach out to Georgia, I can send you guys links. I just, just read the book. I want to give you guys hope and help, you know, so that's a big one. Um, and I'm so, so colon cleanse, jump onto my website, balancebabes.com.au. The free protocol is there under the treatment protocol. Um, and do a colon cleanse and do whatever it takes to get that done. It's three days. Um, do it with friends. And the third most powerful thing, um, until we can what? make peace with what the body actually truly needs, which is self-love, self-acceptance. Oh, that's so powerful. That's an interesting way to end it. Like, that is yeah. definitely. And so Absolutely. where can people find you um, for more helpful yeah. advice? So on my website, balancebabes.com.au, I have an Instagram account, which is stacyfolk underscore balance Facebook, Facebook group that's free as well. It's Balance Babes. I can share these links with you, then you can share when you're posting this stuff out. But connecting with me on Instagram or Facebook. I'm, and I also offer free 20-minute um, hormone assessments where we can just jump on, have a chat. I call you wherever you are in the world. And we just sort of map out a couple of individual things for you to start tackling away first because I understand it's overwhelming. But we can give you three things to start chipping away and you start to feel just that little bit better. Like I said, it builds momentum in that, in that healing direction and gives you more confidence and energy to start going, I can have a bit more confidence to make some other changes too. Amazing. Well, I know what I'll be scheduling with you straight yeah, after too. Absolutely. Like, honestly, it's the most rewarding thing ever, helping women break free of this prison that is endo and PCOS because it doesn't have to be your reality. Oh, thank you so much, Stacey. Honestly, it's such powerful stuff. I've learned a lot and um, will continue to share and follow your content because I think it's great what you're doing and it's such an inspiration. So thank you thank so you much. Thank you, for having me. And well, thank you for what you're doing in, in raising awareness for women and, and getting this information out to people. That's a beautiful, beautiful gift that you're giving the world. 
Oh, thank you. Well, thank you so much, Stacey, and I'll be in touch. Beautiful. Talk soon, honey. Bye.